This is the Drumbeat Forever After. I'm your host, Alex. And this is an interview episode. So after I recorded episode 30, Malath recommended that I interview her friend, Kara Sabah, but he was busy at the time. He's a PhD student studying the city of Eridu, which we first visited during the Ubayid period. I have not found that much information on it since then, so this interview is extremely helpful. I don't speak a lick of Arabic, so Kara got his friend Burkan Salam to help translate. Like with the last interview, you'll get more out of it if you speak Arabic. We talked about city seals, which appeared during the Jemnit Nasser and Archaic Ur periods. You may remember that this is a single seal with the name of several different cities written on it. And Eridu sometimes shows up as one of these cities. So we talked about Eridu as a political entity. According to Karo's research, Eridu was more important as a religious city dedicated to Enki than a political entity unto itself. It appears to be independent sometimes and sometimes dependent on Ur, or maybe even Kish. So Eridu may have had a similar status to Nippur. In other words, it had its own civil leadership, but it was more important for the broader region as a kind of pilgrimage site for people to come from elsewhere to worship at the Temple of Enki and for powerful kings to build monumental temples you know, to glorify themselves and to glorify the cult of Enki. We talked about the quote-unquote palace at Eridu, which is one of the earliest known monumental palace-type buildings in southern Sumer. According to Kara, this was not a palace at all, but instead a temple built by the kings of Ur, possibly the same kings that we know from the royal cemetery of Ur, which we'll get to soon. Two more things before we start. I recorded this interview while I was getting over a cold, which explains my voice. And tech-wise, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong during this interview. So thanks again to Kara and Furkan for their patience. And without any further ado, here is our interview. And can you introduce yourselves? Furkan Salam. I'm a student in master degree in English literature in University of Baghdad, uh, College of uh, Education for Women, for, and the first stage on the master degree. Okay. So uh, his name Karar Sabah. He graduated from University of Kufa College of Ecology in 2018. Uh, he mm. obtained a master's degree from College of Ecology, Al Qadisiyah University, and he's now a PhD student at College of Art, University of Baghdad. Okay. Um, also, he is uh, 26 years old. I asked her what first interested him in archaeology. He chose to specialize in archaeology because at first he liked studying the previous nations as well as his, study, his staying in religious city in Najaf, so with a very deep history, uh, which made him interested in researching about the roots and origins of the things. Uh -huh. uh -huh. uh -huh. منذ صغري يعني أنا من كان عمري 14 سنة تقريبا اهتميت بعلم الآثار حبي وشغفي بسبب الخلفية الدينية والتاريخية للمدينة فخلاني اهتم بعلم الآثار ولذلك بلشت دراسة علم الآثار 
هاي شو اسمه جاي تحكي على شو اسمه على اريدو لو على بلاد الرافدين هو هسه ما سال عن اريدو قال بلاد الرافدين اها عيد السؤال حكم عيد الجواب اه اوكي يقول هو كاتب ما الذي جعلك مهتم بعلم الاثار؟ هو اهتمام سبق وقلنا قلنا احنا مهتمين بسبب خلفيه دينيه اهتمامنا بعلم الاثار وخلفيه تاريخيه ببساطه يعني. اوكي. الكسندر هي واز انترستد ان اركولوجي اند سبيشالي ان لا رافدين في سيرفنسي. ميزوبوتاميا. ميزوبوتاميا سبيشالي بيكوز هيز هيز روت In village, uh, his uh, his religious roots, okay, and he was interested in historical uh, issues about this uh, about the old uh, cities. So he entered into this field and completed studying in this field. That makes sense. I asked Carter to introduce the city of Eridu. The city of Eridu, located near the left bank of the ancient Euphrates River. Uh, about 19 kilometers southwest of Ur, and it is one of the most important cities created by gods according to Sumerian mythologies. Uh, kingship seconded in the era before the flood. Also, the city was uh, went through the different civilized rules that indicate its originality and indicate the extent of its development and prosperity as it's one of the oldest settlements in the far south of Mesopotamia and it's expanded to the village uh, then a city in, uh, uh, during his, uh, its time and it was known as the oldest of flowers Dur Arido, outdoor Arido from the era of the Al-Ubaid followed by the era of Warka which is the oldest known period in the countries of Somer and Akkad, and also which uh, was associated with the first uh, residential flowers of, in the south of Mesopotamia. Also, uh, the archaeological investigations carried out during the year of um, 1946 and 1948 showed a successful series of small temples built of uh, a dog and they are among the most important temples discovered and they serve as the counterstone uh, uh, for the subsequent temples in the uh, terms of organization, planning and uh, agriculture's decorations. Uh, as some of them were built above uh, elevated terraces. And I actually wanted to ask about these earliest Ubaid levels and what we know about the 6th millennium BCE occupation of Eridu and other areas in southern Sumer during this earliest Ubaid period, you know, during this earliest period that we have archaeological evidence um, yes. in this region. Okay. The early levels of this, uh, uh, for these cities or for of the discoveries tells us that the city was very small and this is indicate that this place was very uh, was for the moving tribes, uh, and this evidence is the presence of the Aru room that was later called temple. Then it became just like cemetery, uh, just like Najaf right now. Okay, it contains the largest cemetery uh, uh, in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, also, what can the change tells us? The change provides uh, provided water and agriculture land and also to provide protection for the temple as a, na a natural fortification 
In addition to that, it contributed to the majorization for the idea of the water uh, for the idea of the water god Enki. I asked about evidence of urbanization during the Uruk period or the 3000 BCE. Uh, um, unfortunately, little evidence needs a further excavation. Okay, mm -hmm. this is the answer of this question. I asked how connected Eridu was to the rest of the world during the Uruk expansion. Uh, mm. How much connected mm. is Eridu to the rest of the world during the Orc expansion? The city of Eridu uh, in Dor al Ubaid was flourishing, but when the city of Uruk uh, appeared, the work and the landmarks of the Eridu uh, decreased. However, it remained uh, has a strong presence as it was a religious city and is characterized by continuous visits to perform religious uh, ritual by residents of other cities. This is the answer. Makes sense. Moving forward in time, I wanted to talk about the city league and the city seals that show up during the Jemdet Nasser period. So I wonder if you had any insight as to whether Eridu was one of the cities in the city league or you know whether it was you know, part of the kingdom of Ur or something like that? Uh-huh. Yes, it was uh, an involved to the city league because it was subjected to the powerful rules due to the fact that it was only a religious city. But uh, through the archaeological records that indicate that it was an independent city. But it appears sometimes as subjected city to the rules of other cities, such as Ur. Okay, but researcher Karar believes that the rule of the city Arido was similar to the rule of city mm. of Nappa in the era mm. of the down of dynasties. That's interesting. Down. Yes. So the idea that it may have been a politically neutral city and a kind of religious center, even as other politically powerful cities were fighting each other. Uh, يعني كانت منضمة للسيتي ليج أو كانت يعني لو كانت أصلاً مستقلة بذاتها لا لا كانت منضمة مثل ما كاتب لك بالورقة كانت منضمة وتحت حكم المدن الأخرى مثل يعيش المدن الأخرى مثل مدينة أور مثل مدينة كيش مثل مدينة مثل مدينة الوركاء يعني هي منضمة لكن هي مستقلة دينياً يعني إلها مكانة محترمة بس هي ما عندها ملك يسيطرون عليها المدن الأخرى. Political authorities يعني يعني سلطة دينية. بس ما عندها سلطة سياسية. He said that it was subjected by the political authority, but it was independent in religious side. Nice, makes sense. She has she has a religious authority, not political authority. In political authority, it was subjected. Right, that makes sense. And moving forward to the palace in Eridu, do you know if the palace in pre-Sargonic Eridu was the first palace in southern Mesopotamia? And if so, uh -huh. do we know anything about this royal dynasty? Okay. Okay. بس إذا يقصد أقدم قصر في بلاد الرافدين مثل ما نطرح بالسؤال فمجاوبك عليه أعتقد عني لحظة if you to ask about the على القصر الشمالي قلنا هو باحتفالات مع العيدة كيتو تذكريهم كتبناهم 
uh, Alexander, he said, um, if you want to ask about the first palace in the world, it wasn't the first palace, okay? But the archaeological findings indicate that the first palace was in Mesopotamia, okay? Uh, it was the dynastic era in south uh, in southern Mito, um, Mesopotamia, okay? Mesopotamia. So the researcher Karar believes that this palace was place for religious celebration on a New mm. Year Eve, okay? Such as Akito, Akito, Karar. Hey, hey, Akito, Akito, Eid, uh, Eid of Akito, or Holy Marriage, the celebration of the Holy Marriage. So the Akito festival is the Babylonian New Year, first celebrated after 2000 BCE, but of course it had Sumerian forerunners. We've talked about evidence at Archaic Ur for a celebration of the divine marriage ceremony. So it's possible that a similar ceremony took place at Eridu, at the Temple of Enki, during Sumerian times. Also a place where the ruler of Ur held his religious celebration. Mm, interesting. This palace for the ruler of Ur, uh, who was held his religious celebration at that place. Huh, I hadn't thought of that, but that makes yeah. a lot of sense that, you know, this major monument to building where we wouldn't expect it is actually tied into this large, powerful dynasty at Ur that we already knew about. So, wow, that makes a lot of sense. All the other historical questions I have are just what happened with Eridu, you know, between the end of the early dynastic period and when the city was finally abandoned. And it was finally abandoned. والفخار والبيوت الوحدات المنتشرة والزقورة تشير إلى استمرارها لكن إحنا الغريب بالموضوع أذكر كتبناها إنه ما لقينا نصوص مسمارية تشير أو تأرخ لأحداث المدينة فما ماكو شيء معلوم نعتمد على كتابات المدن الأخرى حول مدينة تريدو إتليس الجواب ما عندنا شيء ما عندنا شيء مادي حالي ما عندنا نصوص كتابية هذا شيء هذا شيء مادي اللي هو الفخار والعمارة سواء البيوت أو الزقورة نعتمد على أخبار مدينة أريدو من الأساطير يعني المثالوجيا والثانيا الكتابات الأخرى التاريخية للمدن الأخرى يعني هم الملوك يخبرون أنه بنوا في هذه المدينة عمروا في هذه المدينة ما لقينا نص كتابي في مدينة أريدو أعتقد إحنا عندنا موجود هذا كاتبي أنا أشوفه وين هم حتى لو على الفترة السرجونية أتذكر yes uh... 
Uh, we don't have any exact answer due to the lack of excavations on this era, mm. but most likely it was part of the city, according to the opinion of researcher Kara, who believed that the this era was ambiguous, and mm. we depend on the other historical records of the other cities uh, was written by other rulers, but any uh, material recorders about the Arido wasn't appear till now. So we depend on the news that uh, written in other, uh, in other countries and also the methodologies, according, mm -hmm. uh, depend on methodologies uh, about this uh, era. So we don't have exact answer and exact uh, historical revolves about, uh, histor historical records about this era. Makes sense. A lesser pe period, Baba. More, more era. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, also, when was finally the city abandoned? So the city was left in the era of the third dynasty of Ur. So the twenty-first century BCE. But continue mm. to be mentioned. Until the fall of Babylon. In 539 BCE. So my last question is about Eridu's position in the Sumerian king list. So in the Sumerian king list, Eridu is one of five dynasties before the flood that has these, you know, kings that rule for, you know, thousands and thousands of years. And I was wondering what your take was on why they chose to put it first like that. Whether it was because they remembered it being founded so early during the Ubaid period, or because it was a prominent cult city, you know, during the Uruk period, or if they wanted to choose a southern city, you know, to kind of counterbalance all of the tradition about the kings of Kish in the north. Okay. هذا جايز على آخر سؤال يقول إنه آخر سؤال هذا اللي صار عليه إشكالية أنياك إنه حاط ثلاث احتمالات للموضوع. كتبتيهم الاجوبه صح؟ يعني كاتبه اي جاوبي نفس الجواب لا احنا جاوبنا بشكل تفصيلي لا هو هو يريد يريد خيارات زين احنا جاوبنا أوه. بشكل تفصيلي يعني مين راح يدور موقع اريد جوابه مو خاضع للتغييرات يعني... كلهم شاملين لكل الخيارات اللي حاطين موجود جواب اها يعني يعني موقع اريدو شوف افهم 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 شنو اللي سؤاله بس دا اقول له من كل خيار حاطه الى جواب الى صحه يعني مو مو جزء معين فكلهن الين صحه ان كان يقصد دور العبيد فهو صح وان كان يقصد امتداده اللي هو شنو الخيار الثاني وان كان يقصد والله ترجمه خلي اقراها ذكرى ترجمه وخلال فتره اوروك او تقليد جنوبي تم اختياره هو هو الاصح يعني اصح واحد تاسيسه خلال فتره العبيد او قبل العبيد حتى لا تدوخي جاوبي هيك واضح بوين الجواب؟ اي الاقرب للصح والاقرب للدقه هو ظهور المدينه بفتره العبيد او قبل فتره العبيد يصح لها دور اريده او طور اريده اوكي um, the answer to this question is inclusive of all options of the question. Each option has some okay. degree of uh, val validity, but the most correct one was its uh, establishment due, uh, during the Obeid period. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. 
It's yes. yeah, it's interesting uh, that they would have remembered for that long. Yes, you you are right. So the 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 first option of the question is the most correct one for this question. Awesome. Yeah, that was all the questions I had. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to say? No, thank you. It treated good she karar. Alexander, he thanks you uh, and says you are a very nice uh, person and intelligent. And whenever you come to Iraq, he receives you and guides you to the archaeological cities. Thank <laughs> Absolutely. you. Absolutely. That's the interview. Thanks again to Kara and Furkan. So just a few things before I go. First, after this, we should get back to bi-weekly episodes. A bunch of life stuff converged at once. So sorry for the month-long wait. But I do have two more episodes already recorded. One is coming out soon on Kish and one on Abu Salabik. That'll be the second half on the Farah period because we have a whole lot more texts from Abu Salabik, many of which are non-administrative in nature. And as far as re-records go, I'm done rewriting episodes on the Ubaid period. Those are episodes 11 through 16. Those are mostly re-recorded and they have not been edited yet. I've also re-recorded episodes 21 and 25 and new episodes on Proto-Elamite Iran and Northern Mesopotamia at the turn of the third millennium. All of that audio is recorded, but not yet edited. So that will be my upcoming project is to fix those old episodes. And after that, the process of re-recording old episodes will finally be done. So that's that and look forward to a new episode on Kish sometime in the near future.